start recording. Okay. Beartooth presents the Beartooth Podcast. That was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was good. Okay. Hi guys, Dane and Anna here. That's it. What? Yeah, with I mean, another episode of Beartooth Podcast. Beartooth presents. It's not Beartooth Podcast. <laughs> it's a podcast titled Beartooth Presents. In which case, we are presenting to you guys the wonderful topic on instant gratification. Bum, 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 bum. So, like most of our topics, this was born out of a conversation we have daily, frequently. Daily, frequently, yes. In particular, I was having a conversation with a nutrition client. And I was telling her it would be really nice to be in a profession where somebody pays you and they walk out with instant gratification. So think like a nail artist, hair stylist. You walk out, as a service is provided, you pay for it, and you walk out and you see the difference. Fitness and nutrition. Like when I get my Brazilian wax. No, yikes. Not the same. Like somebody. Nope, there's, in, well, there's instant. Pain. You would have no idea. I don't. But basically, in the world, <laughs> in our world of fitness and nutrition, we're like, hey, pay us this money monthly and we um, hope you get some results. In, oh, and by the way, the hour that you spend here doesn't negate the 23 hours. 100%. And, yes. oh yeah, but we, we really would like you to keep paying us. We are actually truly good at our jobs, um, but you just may never actually see how good we are at our jobs because of X, Y, and Z done outside of these four walls. Yes. And I think too, it, it's... But yeah. But yeah we will always say like, obviously it, it works. Yeah, it depends. It works if you follow what we're saying, but we, we only have an hour with you daily and some of you that do nutrition maybe a little bit more but then you realize holy cow this is a whole overhaul of lifestyle and then even when I'm talking with people about their relationships with friends and family and when you're talking about what they're doing outside these four walls maybe they are going to the brewery every Friday Saturday Sunday and I have no control over that or where the lifestyle is with their friends or family that that's just something that they've always done. There's so much more to this change than just like paying for a service and walking out satisfied. Right. Like, like we're not like, I mean, we'll be more than happy to, if you would like us to, you know, if you want to pay that amount, but to move it. Yeah. yeah. We were going to say like, if somebody did, we do have a price set in our mind. If I were to, like if I a cook movie, for everyone. Movie came in. Movie actor came in and was like, yeah. "I need a personal trainer to live with me in my mansion. There's a pool. There's a gym. You can there's move a- your whole family in. Like <laughs> I'm also gonna, you can move commercial your commercial grade in. kitchen. It's gonna be free for you to live here and all your expenses. Plus, you're also going to make." A hundred k. I mean, I would do it. I mean, if I, I was moving, I, you would move there for fifty k. 
Because you would wouldn't like, get, you'd get free room and board, free meals, free also, gym, free pool. I mean, I got to think of, you know, there's what I would probably do it for 50K, but I want yeah, him to I'm more of like a minimalist. I, I want to start at 100 knowing that he or she is going to negotiate me down. Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of besides the point. We don't yeah. think that'll ever happen. So in the meantime, we'll just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. And hopefully you guys keep paying us. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I think that is the hardest piece in all of this is that, one, um, I know I uh, would never cast judgment on outside lifestyle. Like if you want to go have a beer. No, yeah, and we're not you, saying that we discourage that. No, um, but when people have the perception of, right, like, we were talking on the last podcast, right? Like the, the movie uh, actors or actresses that make these you know, great changes to fulfill a role, right? Or, you know, we see all of a sudden like, you know, rookies that come out of this, like uh, Justin Medeiros, right, is a big rookie Social in the crossroad. Social media is huge because you, you only see people's end destination. Yeah, they're like, oh my gosh, Justin Medeiros popped out of nowhere. You're like, no, motherfucker, that asshole didn't even <laughs> go to high school. He's homeschooled. He's been so working out could, for 10 years. Yeah, so he could do CrossFit for 10 years and now he just now got his shot. But people are like, oh, it's his rookie year. And people always assume your rookie year as a first year right like even we just don't see all of that work that was put in beforehand and that's i think the hardest piece right is that like you look at um like even with baseball like oh it's so-and-so's rookie year and you just assume that it's like oh like no they uh, for sure played four years of high school maybe one or two years of college then God knows how long in the in the minor leagues, right, to get to their one shot to be called a rookie, um, and I like to me that like you like, or even like bands, right? Like oh, these breakout artists, right? Like well, no, they probably been a band that's since... just when they get popularity, and that's when you're paying attention. It's right. like before and after photos. Like a lot of people, probably like when we think of like transformations, like physical transformations, you just see the oh my gosh, that's incredible. Like the ones that get the most attention are the most incredible ones where you're like, holy cow, they put on so much muscle, but you didn't see how long that took them. And then you also or normalize all the sacrifices that, that yeah. they did to get that. You normalize that. Like maybe they don't, they don't have friends and family. They go out with on Friday night or Saturday night. Maybe they never enjoy a piece of cake on their birth. Like whatever it is, how strict they are. You're, and I or think they don't have friends. We so yeah, we associate with those extreme transformations, and then not that I think I mean obviously all of our members in here are very intelligent people, and nobody's coming in here like make me look like Thor. Um, but it's just like human nature to want to walk in, start an exercise program, and see results right away. And I think that's what you and I is always educating from the science side of it, like what it's going to take. And what it will work for your lifestyle. Because we're not here to be like, this is going to be your new lifestyle. Like, we want to adapt with you. And this just be a part of that. So that you can live a healthier lifestyle outside of here. And I think that's the hardest piece, right? Like, I, I don't think, like, you or I would never say, like, I want abs. Like, we would never say, you're, you're never going to have abs. Yeah, no. but always a possibility. The hardest thing is, is that, like, right? Like, you have to think of the people that have abs that you're following, right? The Jillian Michaels or whoever, 
right? Like you had to think of like, okay, what did they sacrifice to get there? How long has their journey been, right? Like what's their biological age? What's their training age? There's all of these variables that go into have like nutrition, right? All this stuff that goes into it. Like, do they drink a glass of wine at night every day? Do they have a beer? No, like she literally cut alcohol off for two years so now you see her drinking a glass of wine. Like, is that glass of wine automatically going to make her lose her abs? Probably not. But you didn't see the sacrifice that she had for an entire year of drinking no alcohol. You just assume like, oh, she drinks a glass of wine. Or like what my favorite one was like, Noah Olson eats a thing of ice cream, right? He can eat a whole tub of ice cream. Did that motherfucker eat a tub of ice cream his whole life? No. Like he's just at yeah. a training point now that he has so much volume, right? And he looks the way he looks that if he eats a tub of ice cream, it's really not going to affect totally. him. But that people don't understand that. They're like, I, why can't I eat a well, it's tub of, of ice cream? It's part of the 10,000 hour rule too. Right. Like, yeah. So true. <laughs> I hate when you do that. Uh, <laughs> I lost you. Made you lose your career. Yeah, thought, I did. I? The 10,000 hour rule, so true. Let's revert back to that. Yeah. It's just the time that and work that people put in and you, you would like, even from such a young age, and I think you said something about that, like just like learning body awareness at such a young age is gonna set you up for success later down the road because those that don't, like now you're learning it as an adult, maybe you already have like motor patterns that are messed up and so it takes that much longer to learn how to squat properly so you can't put as much weight on your squat so you can't build as much muscle like there's so much that goes into it and then we don't take into account we just see that person put on a lot of muscle i want to do that i want to do that exact program that they're doing yeah like what, what was the biggest one for a while it was the 300 workout right like everyone saw the movie 300 they're like i'm doing that fucking leonidas just drop kicked that motherfucker down a well and he has ripped abs and not to say that workout regimen probably most definitely worked for a lot of people but it again but like, did it work for people because they haven't done anything and then yeah, they start they're something untrained right? so like and that, again that just goes into the variables like what is your training name what's biological age what's the reality like is your nutrition is your recovery enough to handle the volume there's all of these factors that go into what it is that you're doing and how you do it right which is why i think initially i think people enjoyed crossfit or the like the type of style of of working out or training regimen as crossfit because it was like i think for the first time a lifestyle right like whether you believe it or not, like, or enjoy it or not, like, right, they had the paleo life, like, right? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, and it got perceived as a cult because it literally affected everything outside the gym, right? Like, and any choices you made, any choices you made the gym would affect how you train, right? And then because of that, you saw people that look like, holy shit, like that guy is fucking jacked or like, right, I want to look like that. You saw these crazy transformation or like women with muscle that didn't, like our like, population didn't have I ran that. my whole entire life and now all of a sudden yeah. I'm starting to lift with a barbell, right? Like you start to see these transformations, but you didn't see what was going into it, right? Like, and I think because that you saw, like you said, like a lifestyle change, like people started being more conscious of what they're eating, right? And they started being more conscious of like, okay, lifting weights their- isn't that big of a deal, right? Like, or I'm not going to sit there and down 500 chocolate stouts like I'm going to sip on tequila, which is just naturally less in mm-hmm. calories. Like, so like you, you went from like a money hungry 
or not money hungry, like a food hunger, like mongrel where you're just eating everything. Maybe like, you were money hungry too, stressed. Yeah, out. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> like, like food mongrel. And then you go into the gym, you did your buys, your tries, you look good. You maybe walked on a treadmill with your headphones in watching Mari and then you hopped off. <laughs> And then, Maury, I still love watching that. Uh, well, I think everyone did at the treadmill. Jerry place. Springer. At the BAC before they sold. That's what I did. I would go there. No, and bench I don't press. think everybody watched Maury at the uh, Globo gyms. Well, they're the lady next to me and I did. And um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, I found CrossFit. And then you're like, oh, like, you need to, like, make better choices of eating. So my, like, like hamburger helper, tuna helper that I was eating every night wasn't really cutting it. So now I made more you know, cautious decisions of at the grocery store, right? And you see all these transformations, you're like, holy shit. And then that just continues to go. And then all of a sudden, you know, there is like a special relationship between your fitness and nutrition. Like when you enjoy the training, and we call it training, right? Because we're coming in here with intent and working out with intent. If there's a relationship with that and you're enjoying that, like your nutrition outside of here, you're going to make even if it's subconscious, like you're going to make better choices because you want to feel better for that training mode. And I think that relationship is kind of what you're saying happened. Right. And it happened for a lot of people and runners are like really notorious for this. Um, but running is one of those things that your body adapts to so easily. Like I know so many runners that can run 20 plus miles hungover. Like it, they could just go out and run no matter what they did the night before. Well, I think like you come in here and do one of your workouts hungover, like you're not going to feel so good. Well, I think right that's the hard piece of training, right? And taking into like, so you have to think of everything that your your body does, like elicits a response, right? Like a stress response. So if I go out and run one mile today, like I'm going to listen to stress response. I go run it, I keep running that mile, right? Or I just keep on running. The, uh, the stress response is going to get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. So then the easier it becomes to do, right? Mm-hmm. Without having me to adapt and that I think like becomes a hard piece like when you do constantly varied right like movements like the CrossFit world where like people like like I had no idea like if you were gonna like I remember starting off like am I gonna run am I gonna do GI Jane where I run 10 miles and I'm gonna do 100 pull-ups or am I gonna you know go to sit here and row a 2k and then run a mile and row a 2k so there's all these variables that go into um what it was and if you didn't know you had no idea how your body is going to respond i think that in of itself is what i think allowed crossfit to hang its hat on onto the lifestyle is that there was just all the experience and before wadify and all this stuff you really had no idea what you were walking into so like every day was you know, you had to prepare for the unknown. Now we have Wattify and all these apps that allow you to see something for an entire um, week at a time. So you can prepare of like, oh, like, I don't want to miss that one. So I'm not going to have a couple beers tonight or I'm not going to drink a glass of wine. Where, you know, before, if you knew what it was, like, oh, I don't really like that workout. Like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i go out with friends. Like, I don't care if I miss tomorrow's workout. It doesn't look that fun anyway, right? And I think that plays into it of what we're kind of seeing now so um anyway um kind of off topic but getting back here i think you know when we look at um 
how fast we want outcomes, I think we have to internalize um, what it is we are actually looking at. Um, so I think the faster you want to see outcomes, the more yourself needs to take um, the initiative or it's accountability. the accountability of, right? Like, so we always tell the kids personal accountability. Yeah. Like if, if you're, if I want to, if I want to look a certain way, like, yes, the hour that I'm training matters, but it's all like we were saying before, like it's 23 hours outside of here that are really going to affect the time domain of which I achieve my goal, right? Am I eating like an asshole? Am I drinking all the time? Am I getting enough sleep? Am I recovering? Am I doing everything outside of this place to see the results or be able to train the way I want to see the results in the time that I want? So, and then also looking at all of those things, whatever you do add in, make sure that it is sustainable and going to work for your life. Like if you are like certain people try to cut out alcohol and they're getting married that year or whatever it is, or if you're cutting out a food group and you have a bunch of, I don't know, parties coming up, like, is that going to work for you and your family too? So be reasonable with whatever you decide to do. Yeah. But, and I think that's a hard piece of it all is that people don't have that ability. They want to make such, you know, the logic, yeah, drastic changes. Right. And then the understanding of, can I make these drastic changes with... Like, can I maintain these can I, Yeah, maintain this. Like, I know over Christmas, like, I'm going home this year, right? So it's like, I know for a fact there's no way I'm going to get through a family Christmas without drinking. So for me to say, hey, I'm not going to drink over Christmas, like, that's a crock of shit. Like, I know it's going to happen. Um, or like going home for Memorial Weekend, right? Like, it's going to be damn near impossible to my, or celebrate my dad's You're 60th. You're an alcoholic. It's like, I'm an alcoholic. Like, what are we... Uh, <laughs> So, um, I think when, you know, we have these conversations or if you're thinking about trying to make all these like drastic changes, um, you know, cause you want to see such quick results. Um, don't forget that like part of the process, right. And as much as it pains me to say this, cause I don't technically agree with it, but right. Like there is part of falling in love with the process that just, it sounds so cliche. Like, I want to hit myself when I say that. Like, trust the process, fall in love with the process, but it's true. Yeah, it's true. Like, and that's a hard thing. Like, I mean, I remember having a conversation with Abby about, like, with her knee and trying to get her ready for a marathon. And she didn't believe me. I'm like, you got to stop running. And she's like, oh, I felt good. So I stopped and I went and ran. And then her knee hurt again. Right? And then it's like, if you just trust, like, your knee feels good because we're doing all of these rehabilitative yeah. movements. We're not running. Like, yes, your knee feels good. Like, don't go run. Right? And you, but you just want to run because it's, you know, squirrel, right? And Or you're ner- you don't if you don't completely understand like I'm not going to be ready to run if I haven't been running, right? Like there's not that crossover effect of the training that you are having her do is going to translate over to running. Like you're not losing your cardio or whatever you think you might be. Right. And think too, you've talked we've talked about this in past um, podcast, but when people are so determined on the destination and they're only going through the motions to get to that destination, like their goal is I'm going to make, and this year's a little different, but let's do it in CrossFit terms, the age group qualifiers and you make it, but you really didn't enjoy anything leading up to that. Like this isn't going to be, there's no longevity in that. Right. Like you're not going to, you're not going to pursue it and make all of those changes again next year. Yeah. Right. Like, so it's, I think it's good to have the goals, like long-term goals. It's good to have like short-term goals. I think the hard piece 
becomes is understanding the short term and the long term and not putting the amount of stress that is you know on yourself for short term success but also to not putting too much stress on the long term goal of like to your point of the age group qualifiers and not really enjoying the process of what is being made right like is it better off to make the age group qualifiers two years from the road and make small changes that you actually enjoy and you can sustain, right? Like, And you can see yourself doing that year after year. Year after year yeah. after year, right? Like, I'm sure, like, you know, or Noah Olsen again, right, eating a tub of ice cream. Like, I'm sure the whole year or however long it took him to get to the point of where he is at of not doing that stuff, like... Mm-hmm is worth it for him like he made that choice is worth it now he gets to enjoy ice cream after he trains right like did you see this on social media or something was he eating a tub of ice cream yeah he said like after every workout or training like it was a long time ago like oh. i think back when i first started crossfitting like just needed or like uh, rich Froning like was like oh i eat a whole tub of peanut butter and like just put it on i mean people breath. don't understand the amount of calories that those athletes need to train the way they do, but like, right, like, again, it just goes in the time. Like, do you have three to four hours every day to right. train? Yeah. Do you have another, like, one and a half to two hours to recover every mm-hmm. day? Yeah. Do you also have a cook that's going to make all your meals for you every day? Like, yeah. oh, you also have a full time job and a family? Like, chances are you're not going to be able to make that kind exactly. of change. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good point. So, at the end of the day, we are not in this business for instant gratification. Although you might walk out with some endorphins. Yeah, you might enjoy the workout or hey, this was really fun today. And I think there's, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff makes coming to the gym easier, which then helps longevity. Yeah, like I think we're all here because we truly do enjoy working out and we enjoy the intent and we enjoy Dane's programming and just like, I love working out. Like that's so doesn't I'll do what I'm told like I would actually really do a lot of dumb stuff if I didn't come here probably but I mean yeah I think we're all here just because we actually enjoy working out we enjoy being active and at one point maybe we didn't and we like now identify like oh I actually I it can be fun it's not just like a I go on the elliptical for 30 minutes because I know I have to right yeah more intent is that it I think that's wasn't really quite sure if you were on topic the entire time, but I think we got. We neither like the cleaners came in and they cleaned that middle room, and it smells so good in there. And it okay, looks now great. we're really getting off topic. All right, have a wonderful day. <laughs> Bye.